happening this week on your favorite soap opera. It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. This week, we are going to be swimming in conversation about anything and everything soap. Actually, today, we're going to learn more about a contest where the top prize has a soap star vaulting into your hometown for a visit with you and a group of your friends. Does it sound too good to be true? Well, we'll find out. It sounds very exciting to me. And then later in the show, we are going to remove some of the hurdles, so to speak, so that you guys have a chance to win some free entries into this contest right here on Soap Central Live. We'll be randomly taking some callers and giving them entries into the contest. That should be a lot of fun. So if you want free entries, you know what to do. You're going to have to call in. Also, in the second half of the show, we're going to be, again, taking some time out to talk about the changes at The Young and the Restless. We ran out of time last week, and I wanted to make sure that Everybody had a chance to weigh in who wanted to. So as promised, the phone lines are again going to be open for you to discuss what you think about the Soap's decision to hire a new executive producer and head writer. Of course, in order to be part of the discussion or to try to win some entries for your Soap star to visit you in your hometown, you're going to need our call-in number. So let me give that to you. It's the same number as it is every week. It's toll-free every week, and it's coming to you right now. The number is 866-472-5788. You can also take part in the show by following us on Twitter and sending messages there. Our screen name is Soap Central Live. I'll be checking in there throughout the show to see what you guys are saying. Hopefully, I'll maybe even get to read some of your tweets on air. But in the meantime, what we're going to do is we're going to dive right in. These Olympic things, I don't know, guys. These Olympic things might get uh, a little tough for the rest of the show. But anyway, as I said, we're going to dive right in here for this week's show. They often say that you need to think about what you post before you post something on the Internet because you never know who might see it. The same is true here on Soap Central Live. You never know who's listening. And that's the case with my first guest this week. Last year, during our special fan tribute to all my children, Terry Ivins called in to share some of her memories of Pine Valley. Terry's also done battle with the Satin Slayer and with a strange creature that's half piranha, half anaconda. So there's only one thing left for her to do, and that's to visit you in your hometown. What? What is that about? Well, let's find out and Ray White on in with Terry Ivins. Terry, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, Terry. Welcome, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me, Dan. Okay, so let's just jump right on in here. You are telling me that one lucky soap fan is going to get a visit from you. That sounds amazing. You know, it's a wonderful idea that uh, Soap Socialite had uh, to accommodate my personal gratitude, but just I know for all of my my former co-stars that we just want to celebrate the greatest fans in the business. And uh, it's, it's, you know, economic times are tough. And with the downfall of so many of our favorite stories, it makes it, you know, a little more difficult to, you know, take a flight yourself and put yourself up in a hotel. And this way, you know, I come to you and you get to be the star for the day and boast about it to all of your friends. And we get to have a, you know, for lack of a better word, a kick-ass time. I mean, I, I look forward to whoever the lucky winner is 
whether we go to lunch, we go to lunch, we go to a driving range, we, you know, go sit and play Monopoly with the kids. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting uh, what it is, but I think it's one-on-one time that fans have never actually ever experienced. I'm really excited about it. Well, I like I like the idea of a kick-ass time. That sounds certainly like it's going to be fun. But I, I like what you said with that it's sort of open-ended, that if somebody really wants to sort of sit around and have coffee with you and, and sit and chat, or if, like you said, they want something like plain Monopoly or some Scrabble or Battleship or whatever it is, that there, there's a lot of play in this. It isn't just sort of a sterile... Right. It's not, it's not and, your stereotypical yeah. soap luncheon, which we've all been to, and we adore that venue where you sit around and there's lines of people waiting for an autograph. This is intimate and real, and and I think the way you know soap fans love all of us. We've been in their living room for years upon years, and now we actually, I will actually be in someone's living room, possibly if that's where they want me, and. <laughs> Or, you know, maybe they want to have their friends and we're all meet at the bowling alley and we just have, you know, a, a great afternoon bowling with, you know, eight of their friends. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so, it's just, it, it's a great idea to take Soapdom to the next level. And, you know, I'm doing the kickoff, uh, for, uh, Soap Socialite, but we've got, I've got so many fellow co-stars that, it, this will be successful, and then all the other ones that come after me, come after me. You know, I, I can call upon Amelia Heinley because she's one of my best friends. You know, she's on YNR. She's current now. Can you imagine how many people would just love the opportunity to have her come to their town? A zillion. Uh, right? But, of course, let's, let's be honest, too. I'm sure people are lining up and buying tickets to get a chance to hang out with you, too. So we certainly, before we go on and well, talk about some of the other folks. of course, because I'm just so fun. And... <laughs> We want to let people know exactly what they need to do, uh, and we're going to post it on Twitter as well, but we want to let them know exactly what they need to do in order to have a chance to hang out with you. What's the process? What's the contest? What's involved? Well, uh, it's, it's a lottery, just like how we love lotteries. Uh, Ten bucks gets you five chances, five lottery tickets for a chance for me to come to your hometown. And you can go uh, online through PayPal for your ten bucks. And uh, there's, it's unlimited how many tickets you want to buy. Um, and, of course, just like every other, every other lottery, the more tickets you buy, the better chance you have to win. Uh, we're uh, going to do live Twitter announcement on Monday because uh, I think the polls close. The, the lottery, being able to buy lottery tickets closes on this coming Sunday night at midnight. And then on Monday... Uh, on Twitter, we'll uh, draw from the big hat and uh, announce it right there on Twitter and Facebook of who's the lucky person. And then we're going to be very accommodating. Uh, I've got a week open before I start filming my next project so I can go wherever I need to go, and it, it, and it behooves their work schedule because the last thing I want to do is have the lucky soap fan have to take a day off of work. You know, this is all economy-driven and to be, you know, fan appreciation. So I want them to feel like the king or queen of the ball, and I'm just coming to play. And it's pretty self-explanatory. Well, I think what we need to do, as promised, as I said, I'm going to be giving away no, some you're not. free entries. I'm going to give some free entries away to people who are calling in. We're going to oh, randomly pick gosh, people. Oh, my that's so awesome. <laughs> so if you guys out there are listening, we're going to take – the fifth caller, 
uh, we're going to have get your information. We're going to make sure that you get some entries into this contest. I say we start off a little interesting and give them two sets, so ten total entries. All you have to do is call in to our toll-free number. It's 866-472-5788. We'll get the information, and if you're wanting to after we get that from you, we will also bring you on and find out what you think about getting your entries. So head to the phones, 866-472-5788. So exciting. I know. I, I, you know... I love uh, this whole idea, and the fact that we've opened it up to Canada and to uh, Puerto Rico makes it exciting. As this grows, I know I've got um, tremendous fan followership in London and in different countries, and, I, and it would be great to be able to take this venue even overseas, because I know, you know, my fellow and former co-stars would just love to have a free trip to, you know, go to London, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was thinking that, too. I'm thinking, gosh, I'd open it up to Canada and Puerto Rico, too. That sounds like some fun places to go. Uh, oh, is there gosh, any, yeah. Is there any place in the U.S. that you've never gotten a chance to go to but have always wanted to? Maybe those folks will call in and buy some tickets. <laughs> you know, I, I love Middle America and how they are so down home, and it's just easy and comfortable. I've had the fortitude to travel across America numerous times. My dad was a rock drummer, so from the time I was born, I've been on the road traveling. I've been across Canada. I love Vancouver. Um, you know, uh, it's such a beautiful country there. Uh, but really, honestly, I mean, if the lucky person is from Los Angeles, it makes it easy on me. It's not as dramatic for me not getting on a plane, but it makes it really easy for me to bring a film crew and us to film it for the next people, uh, the next stars that come in line so they can see exactly how they can morph it personally for what they love to do. And that's why I know we're going to attract a lot of star attention because it's an open format. What I want, and I'm thinking here, you know, we talked about it would be great if somebody said, hey, let's uh, go to dinner, let's have coffee, let's play Monopoly. What if somebody says, hey, Terry, you know what would be a great idea if you come on over and we make dinner together? Do you consider yourself a cook? Would that be a, a good request from them? I'm a great sous chef, and I can do some mighty dishes. So <laughs> if you want to have pictures of Terry doing your dishes, then, yeah, cook for me. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So cooking may not be at the top of the list. Are there any other household chores that just don't work for you? Well, I really all household chores don't work for me, but this is <laughs> this is their day to be spoiled. So if they want to take the three to four hours I'm giving them, and they want me to clean their house, it would be hilarious. But I'm more than willing. <laughs> yeah, I, oh gosh, I think I'm with you. There are some household chores that are far less fun than others. I don't like doing dishes, so I'm glad I'm not in the contest. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dishes are fine. Bathrooms, you know, it's kind of a heebie-jeebie. I might, you know, depending on what they want, and we'll have days to work it out. I might just have to fly my maid so that you guys <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that it gets done bad. professionally and right, and I can have fun. You know, there there will be a bottle of wine. Um, that's just a precursor. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I'm thinking too. If if you're asking me to, to make the toilet scrubby brush, there may I don't drink, but there may need to be some wine involved anyway. <laughs> you know, it just makes it comical and makes it really fun. I'm 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 not even scared. I'm I'm all in. You know, for years when I was on all my kids. Uh, my assistant, Christina Gann, and I put together the fan appreciation 
luncheon, which we took the top 25 fans that supported me throughout that year, and they came for the AMC luncheon, and then instead of, as most fans know, different actors will charge anywhere like 60 bucks to go to attend their separate luncheon. And a lot of my former co-stars were a little PO'd at me in the beginning because I treated my fans. You weren't paying to come to mine. I am appreciating everything that you do. And we've had so many amazing times. So this kind of goes in where my heart is of appreciating Soap Dumb and what they do. And it's just more personal. But it's, you know, it, it, but it's not... It's not unfamiliar to what we've done over the course of years, you know, and I know a lot of fans that have partake, partook in my fan appreciation, whether it was at the luncheon, I would buy tables and they would sit at my tables and everybody had a handbag as a gift, parting gift, you know, to where some of my co-stars are like, Terry, you're making us look bad. But I'm like, I don't <laughs> care because I love my fans because they're with me for the rest of my life, you know, <laughs> greatest, well, most powerful people. We have... A winner for our first giveaway. We're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about All My Children, of course. We need to take a quick break. But here's some good news for those of you who maybe aren't big on commercials. On the other side of the commercial, we are going to be taking callers randomly and giving some more entries for your chance to have Terry Ivins come and visit you in your hometown. We need to take that quick break, but we'll be back in about two minutes. So stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And who needs a gold medal when you can have Terry Ivins show up in your hometown to play Monopoly with you? (laughs) Terry, welcome back. (laughs) Thank you so much. No, this is good. I, I was just thinking... Gosh, you know, if it's a if it's a city that I get to go to that has a major baseball team, gosh, wouldn't it be fun to go to a baseball game together? <laughs> oh my gosh, it would. Let me just let everybody know out there that we have Lindsay from Chicago was our first winner, and we are also going to be taking your calls. So, just because we've given away one set doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be some more entries given out. Uh, but you mentioned baseball. I noticed earlier on the Twitter machine that you were sort of tweeting your preseason love for the 49ers. Right. Football. I am a diehard 49er lover. Um, I love everyone that is a 49er lover. I will follow you on Twitter just because you shout out <laughs> hashtag go 49ers. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's a childhood passion of mine. Basketball, huge NBA fan, been following the Lakers forever. Now my daughter and I have Really jumped on the Clipper bandwagon because we love uh, Blake Griffin, and now we've got Chris Paul, uh, and now Lamar Odom is joining us. Uh, so we have season tickets. Uh, my daughter and I sit on the floor, and she's always on the big screen with banners, and it's just so much fun. The difference between L.A. Clippers to L.A. Lakers is L.A. Clippers is very family, so they have high-five kids when they the, the players come out to be announced. They stock the VIP kids, and they literally have got pictures. With the paparazzi is so kind where Kiana's high-fiving Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and our, our starting five lineup and where she's just in heaven. So it's just... Uh, Sports are a huge uh, love of mine. It's something for me to scream and yell at that I won't offend people. And, <laughs> but know. that's not, you know, people can be very, very uh, hot-headed when it comes to their favorite teams or rooting for their own country. Of course, I mentioned winning a gold medal. Are you yeah. following the Olympics at all? Oh, are you kidding? Yes. Oh, my gosh. The girls' gymnastic team last night with Gabby was so exciting. Our swim teams, men and female, uh, male and female, are like uh, Missy Franklin, let alone, you know, Phelps being the most decorated. It's kind of unfair that America is so good. And then the last I saw uh, was that America finally tied China for our gold medal count. I think we might be up on them. I think we're up by one. Yeah, up by one, but it was like 1918, something like that. I and think then, so. Right, and now we're going to track and field, so we're going to blow past China uh, <laughs> with our track and field. It's just um, it's the camaraderie that America always needs, and uh, it brings us together as neighbors, as a community, and we get to scream and yell and cheer all the same. No matter what our political views may be, our religious views, it's Team USA, or as my seven-year-old was saying, go USA. And I'm like, what are you, what are you saying? And she's like, USA, USA. And I'm like, no, that's USA. And she's like, oops. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I'm definitely Team USA as well, but I have to tell you, no matter who, and you know, I guess one of the things that probably happens here in the U.S. is that they do do sort of a focus on a lot of the U.S. athletes and the events that we're 
where we do particularly well and win medals. But I have to tell you, I watch some of the events, and it doesn't really matter what team or what country you're you're talking about. These guys and gals, are, you talked about kick-ass time with the contest. These folks kick ass in terms of uh, their oh, performance. God, yeah. I don't care who they are. I root for everybody who wins because they're doing far more than I can. Oh, and it's so spectacular. If, if you know, I, I was fortunate to be invited to attend Atlanta in 96, and I went to venues because I got a lot of tickets given to me free, but they were venues like fencing. I'd never gone to fencing before, and it was so amazing to watch the artistry and the athleticism in a sport that I'd never known about and to be sitting there live. It's like uh, I watched wa- water polo, never realized that even when they get a penalty, they're treading water the entire time. I'm like, this sport is horrid. Like, when do you get to rest? But it was so amazing to be a spectator and watch the different venues that are, are you know, uh, represented in the Olympics, especially the Summer Olympics. Um, it was just amazing. So next time that, that it's in our home court, everybody should take advantage and, uh, and and try to see something. You don't have to go to the big events that cost hundreds of dollars for a seat like men's basketball, but you could see other venues that are just so so inspiring to see how these people put forth their entire life to master something that we really never even think twice of. And water polo, as I was listening to the commentary, water polo is apparently extremely dangerous. There are a lot of injuries, maybe not as bad as what happened with the Satin Slayer on All My Children, but I'd imagine <laughs> that unfortunate ending to that storyline aside, you must have a lot of memories from All My Children. And I figured, since so many fans are on Twitter are asking for some of your favorite memories, let's give you a chance uh, to talk about them. Yeah, I, you know, the, the longer it goes by and that the show is down is just heart-wrenching because I just loved watching all my children growing up and, and all the different characters that have come and gone throughout those doors. Um, I have to say my love scenes with, you know, Mikey E. Knight were so <laughs> fun to do because uh, the director and producers would give Mikey and I carte blanche to be as funny or whimsical as we'd, we'd want. Uh, one of my favorite ones, which it, Tad was being the cad, and he had slept with, like, you know, Bobby Eakes and I think Marcy Walker, and then I was, like, the third girl in. And and in all honesty, I'm like, you know what, I'm not getting in that bed because this the concept is gross. Like, you're going to have a third girl in those same damn sheets, right? <laughs> so I said, how about we do this scene from the side of the bed, and our director at the time, Angela, I was like, I like it, I like it, keep talking, Terry. So she shot from the other side of the bed, and we literally did the scene where Tad's head popped up, and it, it, for lack of a better word, I'm down on him, and, like saying his lines with, and ha, 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 right, as only Mikey and I can, can do it. And then at the very end, my head pops up going, oh, my God, I love you. You know, <laughs> I'm barely on camera, but that goes down as one of my favorite like ridiculous scenes that was not written that way that we just got to create and why I loved so many of the greatest directors that come came from all my children like Colonel O'Brien who now directs at YNR they allowed us to widen our playground our sandbox so to speak and as you know to be a, a daytime actor you really have to be 
a phenomenal actor. If you're good on daytime, you're you're a producer's dream in in film and in episodical prime time because we're just workhorses. You know, we we do scenes in 15 minutes where most actors that's just their, you know, their rehearsal and we're already moving on. So it's uh it was wonderful to have that playground with some of the most talented creative people, producers, they're, they're putting together, our line producer, Nadine, uh, I mean, she's doing five shows a week, sometimes six. I mean, it's unheard of. We, I just finished a production meeting now for Untold because we're getting ready to, to jump back in and do our L.A. shooting. And, you know, we're doing, you know, 90-plus pages in, you know, four weeks, three weeks. Wow. And, uh, daytime does 90-plus pages a day. <laughs> yeah. A day. A commercial, 30-second commercial, and I've done a ton of them, will take three days to do 30 seconds. So when you really look at the the magnetism, the, the, how big daytime is and what they have to accomplish in such a short amount of time, it's really nothing short of just stand-up applause for what you see on our remaining shows that are there, which I hope the fans gather around. And I know everyone loves to complain about their favorite stories and what they don't like. It's almost like part of our heritage, but it's it's almost backbiting. And I encourage all of you to say the positive uh, because the networks, if they just hear negative, 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 they're going to pull a plug on another soap. It needs to be positive, positive, positive. I'm so glad to hear you say that because that's something that I have been saying for quite some time, even before we lost uh, this last batch of soaps. Uh, yeah. I'm looking, and I, I cannot believe that we're almost out of time, but we have someone who wants to get in on the fun here. We okay. have Bren, who's holding, who's going to tell us a little bit more about the contest and what the okay. idea was behind here. So, Bren, welcome to Soap Central Live, or welcome back, I guess. <laughs> Hi, thanks. Bren. So, Hi, Bren. Just... Hi, Terry. Hi, love. All right, give us the give all the listeners the right uh, rundown. Give us the rundown. How to I enter? Think you, I think you did a good job of it earlier. Yeah, um, it's really easy. Just go on PayPal and do a send. There's a button where you can send money, and um, there's no maximum to how many entries. Um, it's five tickets per ten dollars. Um, if anybody wants to buy like two thousand, anybody from like Puerto Rico or Hawaii wants to buy like two thousand <laughs> entries. Um, yeah, because we'd really like to go to Hawaii or Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but what, um, I know you, we say PayPal, but what's the, the the link or how do we, once we're on PayPal, where do we go from there? Or where do we go first that we, so we can click on PayPal? You just go to PayPal.com. There's an option to send money. And then if you send it to spitzer.jason at gmail. And um, I will put that link on our Facebook and Twitter, so Soap Socialite. So Facebook.com slash Soap Socialite, and um, on Twitter it's just Soap Socialite. I'll put the links up um, so people can can find that easily. And how about this? As I mentioned, unfortunately we're almost out of time for this segment. When we have a winner or after it's done and we want to give a little post-roll feedback and talk about how it was, I'd love to have you guys back. Maybe oh, even definitely. have the winner pop on by and, and talk about the experience. I think that could be a lot of fun for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. we'd love that. Well, Terry, I want to thank you so much for some taking some time out here, and I'm looking forward to finding out 
if I win, I'm not entering <laughs> myself. That wouldn't be fair because we all know I would win. Uh, <laughs> but certainly, thank you so much for taking time out to chat with us. Thank you, Dan. I so appreciate you. Thanks, and Dan. Brian, thank you so much. We are going to take a quick break, but we're going to be back to talk about the changes at the Young and the Restless and what you guys want from the show to put it back to number one. As Terry said, talking about the positive is so important. So we're going to do that in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. We'll be back in about two minutes. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. It is fun to give things away. I'm sure there's a dirty joke in there somewhere, but it really is fun to give things away, and I'm glad that we were able to give away some entries into the Win an Afternoon with Terry Ivins contest in the last segment. Now, this segment, we are turning the page to talk about something entirely different. We are going to be talking about the young and the restless, and there are some changes, as you know, that have taken place on the show Maria Arena Bell has been removed as head writer and executive producer, and we started to talk about this last week, but we did run out of time, so I've given folks the opportunity to 
call back in so we can finish talking about it, including two of the guests who called in last week and we ran long and had to shorten things up for them. So we are going to take that first caller, Sophia from Canada. Sophia, welcome back to Soap Central Live. for having me back on the show. Oh, absolutely. As I mentioned, we were talking last week and we were running a little bit long on uh, on our time, so we had to cut things short. So I'm going to give you a full opportunity to talk about things. Let me start off first by asking you, how long have you been watching The Young and the Restless? Um, For almost 30 years, I would say. So you, I guess it would be safe to say, have a fairly good knowledge of all the ins and outs and the intricacies and the craziness that goes on in Genoa City. I would say so. Okay. There's not going to be a test. I'll, I'll take you at your word. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to ask you is that obviously when there are changes that are made to a show, sometimes folks examine what's been working and what hasn't been working on the show. So let me find out from you, is there anything storyline-wise or actor-wise that's going on on the show now that you want to make sure would continue now that the show has a new head writer and executive producer? Yes. Um, so in keeping with the, the theme of like focusing on the good, like at least for the moment, um, one thing that I think YNR has, has done really well for the most part is keeping a really strong multi-generational cast and not just relegating, you know, the older or the middle-aged characters to the role of parent or grandparent. They, they actually do have storylines where they're in the forefront. And so, I would hate to see that strength go away with the new regime. Well, one of the things that I think folks have certainly noticed when, particularly now in a time where ratings for soaps are down and maybe it's harder to get advertisers, is that the shows often do push characters who are, say, over 30 to the background, saying that no one wants to see them. What would be your argument to that? where you've just said that you like seeing some of these characters with the history, characters that maybe by that standard are so-called old. So why should they keep them around? Um, well, they're necessary. You don't have, I mean, this is supposed to depict, not, I guess not a version of real life, but this is supposed to, I guess, depict life in a, t- soaps are supposed to depict life in a town. And families and towns or whatever, they don't just have, you know, a population of 20-somethings and parents relegated to the background. Like, it's not Laguna Beach, you know? Um, <laughs> so, but also just for me, from a personal standpoint, you know, I grew up watching people like Melody Thomas-Scott and Peter Bergman and even Michelle Stafford and Christian LeBlanc. Like, I've grown up watching them. So... It would it would be like taking something precious from the show away. Like if when Melody Thomas Scott wasn't on the show, a big part of the show was missing, in my opinion. Well, on the flip of that, let's let's say you had an opportunity to sit down with the new executive producer Jill Farron Phelps and the new head writer Josh Griffith. Mm-hmm. What would be your recommendation for an ideal storyline? What does Sophia want to see? from The Young and the Restless? Well, I guess I don't have, I don't have a dream storyline. What I have, what I would really like is a return to strong character-driven writing. Um, as I was saying last week, often with, with the writing now, we don't know the impetus behind why characters are, are doing what they're doing or saying what they're saying. And actually, um, 
Jean Cooper had mentioned that in her interview with Michael Fairman earlier this week, that sometimes the actors would get a script and the character would do something that the actor knew was out of character. Um, I think the biggest case of that right now is with, is with the Sharon character. Um, and major kudos to Sharon Case for pulling all, pulling that all off, but that, I don't know who this woman is. This is not the Sharon that, that was there from the start. And it's not like a, it's not a sensible progression and development of her character either. This is, I don't know what this writing is, to be honest. Well, uh, I want to thank you for taking some time out, Sophia, two weeks in a row to call in. And again, apologizing for last week where we were running a little longer. I could have definitely spoken to you for a lot longer. So I'm glad that you were able to call back in and we were able to talk some more. Okay. Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Bye. We we are going to take a call from Tennessee. I just like seeing Tennessee light up on our little call board. I'm not entirely sure why, but it makes me smile. So let's take a call from Derek. Derek, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. So I'm assuming you're calling in to talk about The Young and the Restless. Let's start off with how long have you been watching the show? Well, I was born in the 80s, so I would say it was kind of off and on for a little over 20 years. Surprisingly, I can kind of remember watching it when I was very little with my grandmother. What's the first thing that you remember? I remember, you know, even when I wasn't an avid soap fan, but I remember uh, my grandmother watching soaps, and there are bits and pieces of soaps that I remember. So what's your first soap memory from The Young and the Restless? Uh, um, I'm going to say Brad in a Cage. When Brad Carlton was in the cage, trapped in the cage by, I forgot that woman's name, but that's what I remember. So if that's one of your first memories, I'm wondering, do you like the more suspenseful storylines that the shows do, or do you maybe side more with you like the romance of the soaps? To me, it doesn't matter. I mean, as long as the storyline is great, then okay. it really don't matter to me. So what are some of the things, now that there are some changes behind the scenes of the show, what are some of the things that you maybe would like to see? Are there characters that you'd like to see get more airtime? Is there a particular story that you'd like to see? particular story, I honestly couldn't give you an answer on that. But okay. some of the characters that have been on a long time, like the Winters, Neil, we don't hardly see him on Y&R much, but just once or twice a week. Um, I would say just keep the vet going, but I would say don't give them a lot of storylines. Um, and it would kind of be good to see the younger generation get some storylines now. Is there any character, is there any character from the past that maybe you'd like to see return to the show? Um, well, the Foster family, mm -hmm. Napper, um, um, Greg, I like to see the Foster family return. Um, that's why my brain's not working well right now, <laughs> but I would like to see the Foster family return. Okay, and let's just as a, as an overall sort of wrap up for this before we let you go, do you think that making some changes to the writing and the executive producer, do you think this is a good thing for the show or a bad thing or maybe somewhere in between? It's a good thing. As far as Jill Stern Phelps as the executive producer, I'm not entirely 
certain if she was the right choice. Because I, I have been hearing a lot of negative remarks about her on General Hospital. But I'm going to give CBS and Sony my approval. I'm going to see how she'll do with Y&R and see if, if she could make a lot of changes. As far as Josh Griffith, bring him on because I like him as the head writer. He's a good writer, so I don't have no problems with him. But as far as Joe Farron Phelps, I'm a little concerned. So I would like to see what exactly she does have in store for Y&R. I think a lot of people are sort of taking that same attitude. They're going to wait and see exactly what happens before they make an opinion. So I want to thank you, Derek, so much for calling in to be part of today's show. Thank you. We are headed back to another caller who was cut off last week. Ange from Canada. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. So I, hi, I want to, uh, first ask you, since I didn't get to ask you last week, how long have you been watching The Young and the Restless? I suspect that you knew that that call, that question was coming since I've asked every caller so far. But how long have you been watching YNR? Well, According to my abacus, Dan, it's been about 18 years. I didn't know that abacuses could tell time. I just thought that they were good for counting, but that's absolutely wonderful. Um, I just like that word. <laughs> it is It is a fun word. I think I've probably used that, that word on the show far more often than anyone else. So let me get back to a little bit of what we were uh, talking about last week in terms of some changes. We have Derek in the last caller. He said that he's sort of waiting to see what Jill Farron Phelps brings to the young and the restless. And there are, as he said, some folks on Twitter who maybe have set up a, a warning system and said, hey, you know, why aren't our folks, this may not be a good thing, this may not be a good thing. But, you know, different situations, different shoes, different people, one person may like one, one person may not. Have you had time to sort of think about this and decide what your opinion is? Are you optimistic about the changes or are you still maybe uh, a little worried? Are you? How do you feel about it? Well, I'm still kind of on the fence because, um, like the last caller, I'm still hearing negative things about Jill, but I'm open to the change. I think change is good in any situation, um, so I'm proceeding with caution, I guess. No, well, it's interesting because certainly for folks who are familiar uh, who maybe didn't like her work, they'll have one thing to say. Now, for you, for someone who hasn't watched a general hospital, I have to ask you, when you hear people that are saying that this may not be a good thing, but you look and see that Jill Farron Phelps has won maybe five or six or so daytime Emmys for her work on general hospital, does that make you think maybe these folks aren't being honest or maybe they have a different opinion? I mean, how does someone win five daytime Emmys and yet not be good? Well, I thought about that too. And then reading 95% of the comments leaning towards negativity, it's hard to go in with a positive mind. But I'm just, I'm willing to give her a chance because I'm not familiar with her work. So I'm going in blind, so to speak. Well, let me ask you, since uh, I was asking Sophia, who also got cut off last week when we ran out of time, is there anything that's going on on the show right now that you really like and you hope that isn't changed when the new folks come on board? Well, right now for particular storylines, I'm liking the Phyllis hit and run story because that's about the time that I started watching the show. Okay. So I'm enjoying reliving it again and seeing what they're coming up with in terms of that part. 
I'd like to see more balance on the show. Um, use more of the winters. See more Murphy and Catherine and um, stuff like that. Like, don't just use the Newmans every single day or the Abbots. Balance it out. That's what I'd like to see. Well, when you said that you'd like to see more of the winters and a question that I had asked the last caller about uh, who would you like to see return to the show, what do you think of the idea of maybe Victoria Rowell coming back as Drusilla? Would that be... Uh, something that you might be looking forward to to get the winters back on screen? I think that would be good, yes. I was never a big Drusilla fan, but I think she would add a lot to the show coming back. You know, it, it's funny, too. There, I, I was noticing it, for folks who follow me on Twitter, it's Dan J. Kroll. Uh, I listened to some of the countdowns of old music on Sirius XM, and there are songs that come on, and I'm like, woohoo, this is a good song. And I remember at the time, I didn't like the songs. So is this a situation, too, where you think that a lot of YNR fans might realize that there were some things going on in the show in the past that while maybe they didn't necessarily like them at the time, they wouldn't mind seeing that type of story of those characters now because it might be better than what they currently have? I think so. I think so. Because with the exception of Daisy, I think people like seeing old characters return, especially <laughs> characters that bring so much drama to the show like Drusilla um, did. So, I have to ask, why did you make a point of saying, with the exception of Daisy, of all the characters in the, in the world that you could pick, you had to take a shot at Daisy? What's wrong I with Daisy? I had to. I had to. Daisy, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, Daisy's just, let's not go there. <laughs> Nobody. Daisy has, Daisy has won like dangies. Daisy is a two-time, of course, it was in the least favorite character category. Yeah, but that's, that's not saying much. <laughs> um, Gosh, well, let me, before uh, before I let you go to take on to the next caller, let me find out from you, hmm, is there anything on the show right now that you think you like that maybe the bulk of the other folks from what you're reading on the message board and Twitters uh, that they don't like? So or is there anything that stands out for you that you don't understand why other people don't like it? Um. Well, I think going back to the Phyllis story again that they have right now with the hit and run, I think a lot of people are sick of, if you're not a Phyllis fan, are sick of seeing her all the time. Um, and that goes back to seeing the Newmans all the time, and it's just a circle that way. So, But to me, she adds drama to the show, and I think that's exactly what soaps need. But if you're not a Phyllis fan, then you're tired of seeing the same story, <laughs> story every single day. Well, the Phyllis fans are telling me then that it's you have to go. Uh, no. I love I Phyllis. You. She's my favorite. <laughs> I want to thank you for calling back and letting me be able to, to finish our conversation from last week. We have a couple more calls that I want to get to uh, before the end, but thank you so much for being a part okay. of the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're going okay. to, we have some time for about two more callers. We're going to head down to Maryland to take a call from Eunice. Eunice, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. So uh, I'm guessing you're a young and restless fan. How long have you been watching the show? Oh, almost since it started. Okay, so do you have a, a favorite character who's not on the show anymore that you'd love to see come back? Um, no, it's another one I'd love to see go. Oh, well, let's talk about that. <laughs> Who would you like to see go? Well, I, I definitely would, would, uh, uh, I'm sick to death of Sharon. The way the writers have written her out to be so I don't like her anymore. She okay. should be leaving instead of Phyllis. I hear that Phyllis is going to be leaving. Well, well nobody is confirming or anything, but I, I want to 
do some, talk about something that you mentioned. You said you don't like the way that Sharon is being written. Do you think if the writing was different, would that change your mind? Would you then say, okay, it would be fine if that character would would stick around? And it's just the writing that we don't like. Yeah, it's it's the way the way they put her together with Victor. I thought that that was just awful. That was really over the top. Is there yep. anyone that you would like to see Sharon with in, well, I guess anybody except Victor, but is there one yes. person in particular that you'd like to see Sharon paired with? Well, no, but I definitely hate seeing them put her <laughs> together with Victor as a, as her ex, you know, he's her, she's his ex-daughter-in-law, and I just thought that was really down low. That's really low, I think. I think that's it's a lot of, of folks have problems with that. And it's not just the young, the restless. I remember a, a year or so back, uh, there was something sort of similar on All My Children where Erica Kane was dating her daughter's ex. So sort of that generational thing, I think people have, have a problem with it. So before we, we let you go, because I know that there's one other caller, I want to ask you if you could maybe create your own storyline or, or tell the writers what it is that you'd like to see from the show. What are some of those stories? I would love to see them let Victor and Nikki stay together and they would be in turn be the the uh, the matriarch and, and of the uh, of the family and they would be the ones to try to hold the fam the rest of the, the younger generation together or help them to solve their problems. They should be the, the the leaders of that family, and you know, that definitely wouldn't. If, if if Victor goes, there is no young and restless. I, I, I that, agree with you. There are so many people who have been saying sort of the same thing: is they'd like to see one couple get together, be happy, and sort of be the couple that others can look up to. That, right. as you said, help people stay together and and help right. that. That's what I would like to see Victor and Nick become. Victor and Nikki become to let the rest of the family look up to them as as far as morals and character and all that kind of stuff. Well, you, you know, know they never I think let you them s- stay together, and they have such good chemistry together on TV and, that, and the Young and the Restless. Well, Eunice, I want to thank you so much for calling in. We have to take one more quick caller, but thank you so much for being a part of the show. And keep Victor. <laughs> we'll see what we can Can't do. let him go. We have time for one more quick call. We're going to take a call from Laura from Texas. We have about a minute, so I'm going to let you get in and talk about what do you think of the changes at the Young and the Restless. Um, first of all, hello. I'm going to try to see it as quick as possible. Um, First of all, I'm actually relieved because I felt that the show been focused on the past a little too much, and I'm looking forward to the new team to try to you know create create some new new ideas and stuff. Something some new. You know, some, just bring it into the future and just kind of let the past stay in the past. Um, I agree with one of your callers about Sharon. Um, I haven't, I always, I always love Sharon, but I haven't been enjoying the way they're writing her. And I'm hoping that they could, you know, stabilize her, put her in a actual compatible, you know, compatible uh, relationship. And finally, you know, just cause I don't know, I just, I just don't feel Sharon like I used to. Is there anyone else who you'd like to see return to the show that might be able to help get things back to the way that they were? Another character, another Victoria, actor? Victoria Rowell, Trusilla. And what about the character do you think is needed on the show right now? Um, out of characters of the past, um, that's one of them I could think of, uh, Trusilla. Um, another character that I personally, 
personally like, but I would rather, I wish there was some storyline that could kind of convert what they had done is uh, Kimberlyn Brown and Sheila, because um, to me, I felt like she brought some some action to the show. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in. I'm sorry that we were running out of time here, but your thoughts are wonderful, and we're going to make sure that other folks get to hear it and share in. So thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. I want to thank everybody who's called into today's show. I love hearing from you guys, and we're going to be doing a call-in show, uh, another all-hour call-in show as soon as we can, maybe in two weeks. Sounds like a good time. I also want to thank Terry Ivins for dropping by in the first half of the show. Remember, there's still time to enter the contest to win a visit from Terry. Head over to our Twitter feed at Soap Central Live or our official homepage, soapcentral.com slash radio, for more information. While you're there, you can listen to more from our show because every episode that we've ever done of Soap Central Live is there, archived. You can listen to it for free by either downloading it, streaming. There's a whole lot of options. It's a great way to listen to shows that you may have missed, hear interviews with your favorite stars, or maybe even check out a star that you know of but aren't that familiar with because we don't really like to get bogged down in storyline discussion when the stars are here. We want to give you a chance to get to know these stars, the people who bring us entertainment day in and day out every week of the year next week we're going to have another great show for you it's a launch party for the second season of fumbling through the pieces creator julia smith will be here to talk about what's ahead for the web series and she'll be joined by some of the stars of the series hillary b smith and michelle lee are two that are confirmed again that'll be the kickoff party for fumbling through the pieces their second season I'll be here, and I hope that you guys tune in next week. It's the same time and place every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.